Praise God. What is up, everybody? It's me, your mains, Adam Pecora here. And welcome, welcome, welcome. Yet again to Requiem for a Tuesday. Hurrah. We're back. And I'm thrilled. What a day. What a joyous occasion. Am I right, people? Doesn't get much better than this. I was feeling a little groggy, lagging on my start time. I was like, all right. Should I walk to the store? Not a chance in the world. No energy for me. No caffeine. What did I do? Like a goddamn adult? Cracked open a beer. All right. Going to get loose. Better get live. Because we're going for it tonight, ladies and gentlemen. I don't know what that means. Anyway, welcome. Plugs first. You know the drill. It's your first time. This is the drill. Uh, Rate, review, subscribe to the show. Do that right now. Or later. But preferably the sooner the better. Uh, Apple, Spotify, wherever you like it. YouTube, a couple extras on the YouTube channel. I got music. Okay, the band, Multiplex, album's coming. I'm going to continue to tell you that it's coming. Uh, Information dropping soon, possibly on the next episode. Possibly not. We'll see. You know, wink. Pay attention. Uh, That's on Apple, it's on Spotify, Bandcamp, for all you freebies out there. As is my solo stuff, Wolfex, it's all linked in the description below. Merch for the show, rfat.bigcartel.com, got some goodies for you. Um, My Instagram is adam.rfat if you are so inclined. I think that's it. It's good enough for me, good enough for you. Alright. So... You know, as everybody else, I'm sure is feeling the spirit of Christ right now. (laughs) Can't even get the words out. But, you know, Donda's here. What could be better? Nothing is the answer. Could not be more excited. Um, Listen, it's just like the idea that this guy's just nuts and like, doing stadium things and that this isn't pre-coordinated or pre-planned or anything. You can run with any narrative you want. The idea is that, you know, the attention is had. You know? And it's obviously pre-planned. There's fucking merch and shit. Like, you know what I mean? It's just, like, really simple. It's just this weird obsession with, like, needing to call Kanye names. You know? Because he's a big meanie and everybody's mad. So how do we discredit this? Anyway, first event was great. Um, Thought that the album was great at that time. Could have came out as it was. Would have been fine with it, to be honest. Spent, you know, the next week or two just Google Drive listening to it, which isn't great. It's not ideal. Can't autoplay. You know, when the song ends, you got to open the app, you got to swipe over. 
the songs have to like reload a bunch of times, even even if you downloaded them, which doesn't make any sense. In all fairness, the Google Drive isn't a music player, so I mean, I get it. You know, it's just what we had to do. Tough it out. There's going to be a generation of kids who won't understand what I just said because they're going to fix that problem too. You can never win. There will always be kids who think you're stupid. <laughs> I'm finding that out too early. Um, week two, or was it was it the next week? Whatever, Donda event two expands the songs, the track listing. It's much longer. There's new features. There's new production. Wow, just another wow. The show is goes from like a minimalist, like cinematography based thing to more of just a straight up event. And it was pretty wild. Uh, he ascended at the end. Incredible. And I will just say the flaw of the campaign is that he kept saying it was going to come out the next day. You know, you can't really defend that. But. The idea that he's taking too long or whatever. Like, yeah, he did put that on himself, you know. Can't can't really defend that one. If he had just said, like, coming soon, maybe tomorrow. Like, you know what I mean? If there was just some, like, hey, I might communicate with you and tell you that it's actually not going to come out. Instead of it just not coming out and then, like, some random person breaking the news somehow. And it's like, can we trust this? Well, yes, because it's not here. But, like... What's you know what I mean? When will it be believable? That was a flaw, but I don't think that it wasn't intentional either. Just just by the nature of it, I think it's just on a bigger scale than what you're normally used to hearing for a rollout. No, he's one who would delay his work regardless, so I don't know. It's hard to say. But I feel like even the lack of it coming out could have been a part of the plan all along, which does add up considering how elaborate the events continued to get. But I also could see, you know, maybe it was only supposed to be one. Maybe the other two were, like, another thing. Who knows? The third event, Great Rebuilds. Childhood Home, which coincidentally, even before I was a big fan of Kanye West, almost moved in around the corner. Luckily, I didn't. Big murder zone pretty nearby. So, not you know, not that they're like looking for me, but you don't want to get caught in the crossfire, buddy. Wouldn't have been fun, is really my point. I don't think I would have been too comfy. I don't think I would have been chilling much with the with the hood so but fun fact great spot though i will say 79th and south shore it's a little cul-de-sac i was going to be right on the end of it and at the end of the cul-de-sac beautiful park rainbow park right at the end of the park rainbow beach there's a beach basically a private beach because nobody's going there you know, I don't think, but I digress. Another indefensible thing, the Marilyn Manson thing. I don't get it. 
Uh, I think it's just a troll thing. The DeBaby thing definitely is because I don't even get the DeBaby thing. Not the, with Kanye, the the separate DeBaby thing. I don't really get why he did it either. Like why Kanye brought him, but I also don't really get why he's that controversial. Like from the initial video, it was like, oh, he probably f- was just trying to get the crowd hype and some shit just came out and it's, you know, he had to kind of roll with it and it was rough. But then he doubled down on it. It's like, that's a terrible look. And it's just like, I don't listen to DaBaby regardless. So I don't give a fuck either way. Same thing with Marilyn. It, like, I, I like dislike Marilyn Manson. His music is bad. And so it's like, I already wasn't on board. But yeah, the whole DaBaby, you know, whatever. Bad time to misspeak. It's it's his fault regardless uh, whether the re I think the reaction is completely ridiculous because he fucked up but then you know he made it worse on himself and it's it's really all his own fault especially the way things are like you can't just ignore that that's not reality as much as you might want to disagree with it like I do uh, but yeah you shouldn't you shouldn't not that you should say that shit and not that I agree with the nasty things he said I'm just saying like you know relax is my message if you're like i thought that he was different like you know what i mean it's just like uh maybe he is maybe he isn't whatever like do you like the music or not you know no matter what nobody is like trying to give you insight into who they are as a person they're just trying to entertain you it's weird that people just like fiend for information and then they get information that they don't like and they're like i thought you were different it's like well you didn't know me you know, so I don't I don't understand it. But uh, him being there didn't bother me at all. Didn't even realize it was him. And the Manson thing, I was like, holy shit, is that really him? That's absurd. I kind of thought it was a little bit funny that he would just have the audacity to bring him there and that that guy would have the audacity to go. But uh, yeah, I mean, pretty indefensible. I'm not going to lie, but at the same time, I'm a rational human adult so i'm just like ah you know i wouldn't have done that disagree love the album though and the show's great (laughs) you know i'm able to say both it's rare i know but uh (laughs) the show was great the house was just like constantly on fire and not on fire and whatever and then eventually kanye was on fire and then kim showed up but i was already too fucked up i didn't see her show up i don't remember her showing up (laughs) So, whatever. That was cool, though. And uh, I didn't really think anyway that he would take the Jay-Z verse off jail because the first time I heard Jay-Z come on jail, it was earth-shattering because it was the last song at the first listening party and it was like, holy shit, this is great. Um. So, yeah, and then like they, he put those on as part twos. I don't know why. I consider those to all be bonus tracks because they're literally the same song, even with like the one still has the Larry Hoover thing. So it's like, why would that be on there twice? You know what I mean? It, they just call them bonus tracks. You know, it ends with No Child Left Behind. Anyway, the thing's great. I love it pretty much through and through. I thought it was great the whole time. He only made it better. There were some moments that were kind of like, you know, they sounded raw at the listening parties and they all pretty much got refined. Um, jail is almost like a Phil Collins song. 
I just keep thinking to myself all the time. It's just crazy. It could fit on like Twisted Fantasy or whatever. This record is weird. It's like a the way he likes to make his works like build upon each other. This is almost like the end of his recent minimalist phase, and also collabing, combining it with like the way Pablo was, where it's also somehow really eclectic and all over the place, yet still very playable all the way through. It's like a weird combo of of that. Though kind of the way fantasy was like the end of that entire era finally. It's almost like Donda is the Jesus through Jesus's king all finished together. Um and look, uh, Jesus King wasn't great. I think he just wanted to win the Christian Grammy, just lock it up real easy and he did and like as far as Jesus music goes, it's the best I've ever heard. But as far as a Kanye album goes, or even just like a rap album, you know, it's not great. I'm not going to lie. And yay, it just seemed like he focused on the other four albums he came out with that month more. Which, you know, I don't agree with. But there's some gr- there's some good songs on there. Ghost Town's great. I don't know. But this is a return to form. He's back. This thing is a masterpiece. Um, it doesn't have as many like straight up standouts, at least not that I can think of yet. You know, I still barely know the songs by their names, so it's kind of tough for me to say that yet. Obviously, you know, we only got an official track listing yesterday as of this recording, but, uh, God breathe is great. It's got that like house vibe to it off the grid is nuts with Cardi hurricanes. Great. Like it just starts off killer jonah i'll admit that hook is super annoying to me it's just grating and it repeats so many times in the song that i don't really like it um but that's about as bad as it gets there's a couple features that are maybe in but most of the features everybody brought it still don't even really know who everybody is on every track uh and it's just a great time what a time to be alive what a time to love kanye west never doubted the man through all the trials and tribulations Again, he's got a personal beef with Obama, so the Trump thing's a little more hard to explain. On a service level, still, still, again, not really a thing I agree with, but you know what I mean? Love the man. What a talent. What a savior. A true legend. And this album's iconic. And Pitchfork has already taken their political stance, I saw. Uh, they had five takeaways from Donda come out, and one of them... Feature. I don't remember what the specific takeaway was, but it was comparing something to him. It, it said this. It had the word joke in quotes when he joked about apartheid with the Nina Simone sample. And it's like, oh, are you referring to Blood on the Leaves on Yeezus, which you gave a 9.5 and called the album of the year? All of a sudden, that song is really offensive. It's just like... You got to be consistent with your own publication. You can't just be saying like if you don't if you're going to say you don't like the record then say you don't like the record. That's whatever. I don't really care. But to lie and act like, "Oh, he's just been a, he's been so negative to us." Like you were the biggest fans and supporters of anywhere else by far. And it's just apparent. Like it's undeniable. You can't pretend. So to be like, "No, no, 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 no." Young people, we agree with you. Look, look, look at what we're saying. But it's like, 
all we have to do is read any of the previous work you published on this person to learn otherwise. I, I just can't stand contradictions. They drive me insane. What do you have to mention that for even? If you're just going to shit on it and call the new album shitty, that's your prerogative to do so. But to act like, you know, you have just been so woke on all of his previous stuff, you're just lying, you know? And again, not like, I'm not going to do the whole, I always say I'm not going to do the Kanye rant, and then no matter what, I rant when I talk about him, but I'm never going to do the whole thing. I just can't. This will, It'll be a fucking hour and a half of just me yelling. But, uh... You know, it's just like you can watch videos of this guy in like 2004 talking about how he doesn't understand why gay people are treated the way they are, especially in the hip hop community. And it's just like, but now he's homophobic because he's standing next to a guy. It's just like, that's not how that works. You know, same thing with Manson. Again, the Manson thing's bad. Whether he did it or not, fuck that guy. I don't care. He's a piece of shit, period. (laughs) just for making terrible music but also in all seriousness if he did those things you know he's a real terrible person not to make light of it da 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 you get it uh <laughs> but no i do mean that anyway like you're just standing next to a guy and it's like i thought Kanye West was a different guy this entire time but now he stood next to another person somewhere And I get that it's more than him literally just sitting there. Whatever. But, you know, come on. Just be like, oh, didn't like, don't like that one. Can admit that that was a misfire. Still love the guy. Just be like me. Be more like me. (laughs) That's what this podcast should be called. It should be called Be More Like Me. Because you should. It's pretty nice. It's pretty good to be right. (laughs) Uh, so yeah you can tell me it's bad all you want I don't care I'm gonna firmly disagree with that and if you try to give me any reason other than like I don't like the song for any real reason and you try to say like you know some stance I don't care about your stance you keep it up you let me know how it goes You let me know when you bring down Kanye West's career because you said you weren't going to listen to Donda in protest. Good for you, bud. Good for you, bud. Any day now, he's going to lose everything because you're doing the right thing. So (laughs) good for you. Hallelujah. We're truly blessed. Now, I'm going to pivot. I'm going to Jeremy pivot. (laughs) That was loose. That was loose. Yeah, and, you know, just back on Donda. There's a bunch of great tracks on there. Just listen through. You're going to find at least something you like. There's that one song, like, oh, what's it called? Now I have to check. Believe What I Say, that's just like a fun, like, dance vibe. And he's just, like, singing. There's a bunch of just straight-up, like, pop star cuts on here. Moon is a beautiful interlude-type song. I mean, come on. Come on. Him not abusing Pop Smoke's death by adding 19 rappers that aren't affiliated with him in any way without his permission and just letting his verse play out. Love that. 
Um, and you know, I also just kind of knew he would never diss his mom. You know, he, he wouldn't name it after his mom if he didn't bring it. So hopes were always high. And man, it's just crazy when you have high expectations and then they're at least met, but it's always still in a way you wouldn't think. Who would have thought? And it's just like to fuse this gospel into this and really complete like what he's been working on recently is great to see because the honestly, the Sunday service choir record is nuts and really good and it's better than Jesus is King and he's not even on it. But to like see the Jesus is King, like what he wanted, like the way Pablo was originally going to be a gospel album and then it's really just ultralight beam and it kind of went away. It's like he finally did the original Pablo vision almost or like the words he said for it. Not that I know what his vision was. Anyway, just great to see it all come together. I'm real just proud of my boy. I'm going to keep repping as long as I can breathe. (laughs) Don't. Don't play me back that statement in a few years if something happens. (laughs) I do not want it held against me. Just kidding. Hold it against me. I love him. What can I say? Anyway, now I'm actually going to pivot. Like I said, I was going to pivot. You know, it's a high alcohol content beer. It's kicking in. (laughs) Empty stomach. You know. The bong's empty. If you catch my drift, took a nice hot shower. I'm ready. I'm ready to roll. I'm ready to roll because it's go time. I technically could do this next week. Maybe should because there would be a little bit more info, but I'm just too goddamn excited. Football's back, baby. We're here. The season is upon us already. How did we do this? I don't know. It always seems so fucking far away, and then the next thing you know, bam, college is starting, and it's like, eh, don't really care, and then bam, we're here. So the preseason's over. The only time I've ever been excited for a preseason in my life because of Justin Fields, who had just a laser, beautiful throw, like Mahomes, like Brady, Rodgers-type throw, like accuracy accuracy to the nines i don't know i started like four times in there i'm just so pumped up sorry about that almost died (laughs) i think i almost dropped dead but it was a beautiful throw the rest of his stat line wasn't very good but you know whatever and first things first all right i'm gonna go division by division and i'm gonna try to break things down and i'm gonna see what we're gonna say But I also made my preseason bets. So I'm going to go through the bets first. Because. It's easier. (laughs) That's really it. So we're going big time. MVP Josh Allen calling it. Okay. I don't really like to call shots like this. But I just said fuck it. I dumped a fucking fat sack of change from my savings account and I said let's go baby. Not a lot. Like when I say a lot I mean 500 bucks. I'm just going to be candid. Give me give me more of your money listener and maybe I'll make bigger things. Anyway. I'm also picking the Bills to win the Super Bowl. Bold pick just because hard to pick a first. You know. But somebody everybody's going to win it eventually ideally. You would think. Maybe not. 
But they're going to be good. I thought that they had a chance to make it there last year. And, I mean, Kansas City just outlasted them. What can you say? Um, I also think the defense is probably due for a bounce back year because they went from being, like, the anchor of the team to being a weakness out of nowhere. Uh, And I just kind of feel like they'll at least clean that up a little bit. But we'll see. Uh, I that offense is only going to get better. Josh Allen is only going to get better. Uh, his upward trajectory has been insane to start his career. So it's just like, I don't know, who else is going to win MVP? You know, I I don't think Mahomes. I'll get there when I go division by division, but I don't think the Chiefs are going to do it. So I'm just going to give these picks, and then I'll do the breakdowns once we get there. I got the Rams winning the NFC. I didn't or I didn't know who I wanted and it's just like, you know what? I think I think now's the time. I think McVeigh is legit, especially given that he was doing Goff's job for him on the field and it was pretty much open, like that wasn't really concealed at all. Everybody knew it. So, I don't know. Like I've watched Matthew Stafford for years now being a Bears fan, seeing a lot of Lions games. And the dude definitely is good. It's just like, I don't know. It's going to be interesting to see him on a good team for once, just to see what that's like. It's really hard to say. It's a very unique situation. It's almost like if Barry Sanders actually got what he wanted or Calvin Johnson. <laughs> Funny how only Matt Stafford gets that. Kind of kind of ridiculous. Anyway, so obviously I have the Bills winning the AFC since I haven't won in the whole Super Bowl. Oh, wait, I didn't, I didn't even say that yet. I just said Josh Allen for MVP. <laughs> Whoops. So, yes. Bills, Josh Allen, MVP, AFC champs, Super Bowl champs. Full gambit. I'm all in. I guess I meant to reveal that and didn't. Or maybe I did and already forgot. Too bad. No editing. <laughs> okay. Coach of the year. This was tough. All the odds are really incredible on coach of the year bets. They are for NFL, for championship, conference winner. They are for everything just because it's such a long shot and it's so hard to predict. I just went Brandon Staley with the Chargers because I'll get there, but I think the Chargers are going to be great this year. Uh, I mean, Herbert was unbelievable. Almost undersold how good he was, especially when you like look at the stats. They were like elite. And then, like, when you watch them play, it definitely was not, like, a fluke. Like, this dude was just, like, heaving it all over the place. And I didn't even think that he would be good. So, felt salty, didn't buy, didn't believe it. Just was like, okay, fluky game, fluky game, fluky. And then it was just like, oh, wait, he's just playing like this every week. I think he's legit. And the Rams D was incredible. Not that it doesn't have incredible players, but that guy's a good coordinator. I think he's going to be a good coach. And... The Chargers finally, finally, maybe will stay healthy and will maybe, maybe, just maybe, actually have time management. <laughs> we'll see. And maybe some special teams. Defensive play of the year took a swing, went Chase Young. Maybe early. But uh, I don't know. I trust Riverboat Ron. Anybody from 85 Bears is a god. So. You know, just make the man's a monster. He already had he was rookie defensive rookie of the year. As far I mean, I don't see who else was. Could just be wrong on that, but I doubt it. 
Not going to look it up. That's okay. Um, but you know, it could be Aaron Donald again, very easily. It could be, uh, it could be Minka Fitzpatrick. Like, I don't know. You know, it's a tough, that, that one was a tough call. I was just like, let's take a shot on Chase Young, just like exploding in the second season. Justin Fields, offensive rookie of the year. That's just a homer pick. Can't front. I mean, he's great. I think he will be the best. If anything, because Trevor Lawrence never really gets anything that he needs. But I don't see anybody, anyone else. It was Lawrence and Fields the whole time, and that all changed in the last couple months of the draft. So there's no real reason for me to think that it's not one of those two. But also, you know, as much as I want to keep telling myself that Matt Nagy is like, No, maybe he is good, and Trubisky was just holding him back, and whatever. The more I watch him at press conferences, and he just says dumb shit that doesn't make any sense, and he has this dumb smile like he's doing customer service, and it's like, dude, you're a coach. Like, you can have any demeanor you want. Like, I don't know. I don't know. He, I I don't really have confidence in him at all anymore. Not not that I should have, you know? It was like I just I just woke up to it. I don't know what to say. But, yeah, I think he might be a fucking moron, which is tragic. I just, I I wanted to believe that we already had a good coach and, like, all we need is an offensive line and we're done. I would love that. But we'll see. I don't know. Rookie of the year, that's probably a bet I'm going to lose. I just don't think he'll get to play enough the way they're talking. But also, the way he's looking, like, the pressure is on... He needs to save his job, so like the pressure's on for him to play fields because Jesus fucking Christ, this guy's going out there saying we need to evaluate. And it's just like, yeah. <laughs> evaluate what exactly? Look at look at who look at the red rifle play and then look at Justin Fields play. There's nothing to evaluate, buddy. Like what are you seeing in practice? You know? You're not fooling anybody. It's bullshit. Um So then I did division winners. I'm just not going to explain these, and then I'll go into division by division. We'll do the breakdown. Because I didn't bet every division anyway. Some of the odds weren't good enough. For some people, like, just were the favorite. I only bet, like, underdog bets, basically. So I went Cleveland Browns in the north. AFC North, I guess. These aren't going to all be in uh, conference order. So NFC East. Washington football team, AFC East, New England Patriots, dun-dun-dun, I'm going to get there, don't worry, LA Rams, that one was more straightforward, (laughs) division winner Chicago Bears, NFC North, again, that was just a homer bet, that was also when we all thought Aaron Rodgers was literally just about to get traded, so... Not a good one. And then LA Chargers to win the AFC West. As I mentioned. Now, I'm going to start with the AFC East in going through this, right? So, yeah. Having the Patriots win the division and the Bills win the Super Bowl. I understand that that may seem conflicting. But... 
I think it'll be like by one game. I think the Patriots are going to be really good. Their defense stayed good and the offense is dramatically improved. I think whether it's with Cam or Mac Jones, the upgrade will be there and they'll be great. And their running game is going to be killer. I don't think that they have anything to worry about this year. I think they can win 12, 13 games. And I think the Bills can win 12, 13 games, just as they did. So, that's pretty much all I'm saying. They're going to barely win it. It's also just like a good bet to bet the Patriots to win it. So, that's also kind of where that came from. It's not necessarily like a good just straight up pick, but it's like, ah, that's a nice bet if they happen to pull it off. But I do think the Bills ultimately will win the Super Bowl. So that's a whole different thing. The Jets are going to be terrible. Uh, Zach Wilson may be fine. Who knows? But who cares? And I don't believe in Tua. I never got it. Everybody was saying how great he was when he was at Alabama. And it's like I watched a few of the games. Kind of just looked like everybody else that plays at Alabama. Every They have the best offensive line and the best receivers every year. So it's like everybody looks great every year who plays. Like Greg McElroy looked great. A.J. McCarron looked great. Mac Jones looked great. Like, they all look great. So, I never got it, even though he's a lefty. Shout out lefties, but I don't know. Never really never really tickled my fancy, Mr. Tua. I also think, like, they were probably a year early on their good record. They'll probably regress this year, and then next year will be the year that they can actually push for the playoffs. Because they had no business going 11-5 and five last year anyway. Um, AFC North. Now I'm going to go in, in conference order as the standings say it. Just just for clarity. So I got Cleveland winning it. Um, Cincinnati doesn't have a chance. As much as I love Joe Burrow and I want him to succeed and hopefully not get hurt this year, they're, they're just not ready. And who knows if the coach is legit still remains to be seen and Jamar Chase is struggling I guess which sucks but I think that that'll be fine but who knows you know receivers are weird receivers are tricky one of them like they either the ones that just bomb just bomb and there's like no fixing it you know Tavon Austin Prashad Perriman who just got cut (laughs) you know guys like that it's just like it just can't work for whatever reason I don't know they seem like they would be good but they just can't be uh Baltimore I don't love Baltimore it's very well known Lamar Jackson is not good when it matters like sure the week-to-week schemes they can tear people up and they can run the ball over and now J.K. Dobbins is hurt so they're out there lead running back I'm sure he'll have another great regular season probably won't struggle that much they might even make the playoffs as well not saying that they won't but I mean No matter what, I just don't think they're a contender, and the Browns just seem to keep getting better, and they easily could have beaten the Chiefs. A couple things went a couple different ways. They should have, honestly. And they have two great running backs, two great receivers. Like, they're a stacked team. Uh, I I don't know. I, I think Cleveland's here. I think they're real now. It's weird. It's You know, you ever pick the Browns, you sound like a fucking moron. Because that's never been a good pick in the like the history of the team, at least this current rendition. So, 
I don't know. And it's just like Pittsburgh, they were the best team in the league record-wise, but they weren't that good, and then they completely fell apart. So it's like, what? They're just going to be better now <laughs> without any significant improvements? I don't know. Don't buy it. Although they do have the new rookie running back, I guess, but don't they still not have an offensive line? I don't know. But I, I think that the – I don't do – win-loss bets just because I don't have enough money <laughs> to spread around. I would love to be able to bet like every type of prop for every team or something if I could, but I think the Pittsburgh over-under is like eight and a half, which would mean to go under, you think they're going to go eight and nine, 17-game season. Mike Tomlin never gone below 500, so I, just don't see, I think they'll win nine games and they'll be bad. Like, They'll just will it because their defense is still killer. Ooh, that was a lot of breath. Sorry. I thought I was going to start talking and I just hesitated and it was a lot of breath. So if that came through, enjoy the breath. AFC South. This division is going to be terrible, probably. (laughs) Uh, (laughs) I have Tennessee in a runaway because they still get haters somehow, even though Derrick Henry just continues to be a monster. Ryan Tannehill continues to tear it up. A.J. Brown is a complete stud. They lost John U. Smith, but they got Julio. You know, everybody thinks Julio's going to get hurt. He might get hurt. But, you know, if he's playing at the right times, they'll be all right. Because they didn't even have him at all last year. They lose their coach. Well, offensive coordinator in Arthur Smith. I think that... They'll probably just be running a very similar system. I don't know who they plugged in. I'm not that in tune with Nashville. But, I mean, the Colts are going to be bad. They have no quarterback, and even if they do, it's Carson Wentz. So it's like they have no quarterback. (laughs) Houston is a complete dumpster fire. Jacksonville is, you know, is a dumpster fire, but with positivity, (laughs) I guess. So, I mean, if somehow Indy can pull off a bunch of great shit, I think Frank Reich is a brilliant coach. I would love to have Frank Reich as a coach. But I don't know if that's enough. You know, their defense is still going to be good, but the offensive line is already disheveled with their best guard being out. So it's like, I don't know. I think that that's probably one of the easiest picks there is, which is probably why I didn't have a bet on it. (laughs) AFC West. So this is where I have the Chargers. I think I've said this on the podcast before, but I'm not sure. I'll just go over it. Kansas City, two Super Bowls. You can't go to three. You can go to three Super Bowls in a row. It's obviously happened and easily could happen again. I just don't see it. The offensive line was dramatically hurt. Those guys are gone. I think both of them got cut. Uh, Definitely Schwartz did. Right, but. Maybe, I don't know, maybe I'm getting the names mixed up. But either way, those guys aren't coming back. They got Kyle Long. I don't even know if he, he got hurt like right away. I don't even know if he recovered from that with the status. But regardless, my point is the offensive line is not going to be good. And they've been, I'm sure that they've had their share of like somewhat injuries, but not really. Like Tyreek and Kelsey have been there until the offensive line got hurt, of course. So it's just like, how are they going to hold up still another long season? Now there's an extra game. 
and they're going to make it to another Super Bowl? I don't think so. So that's just the easiest way to pick against that. It's how I got to that conclusion in the first place. There's no real insight in like, oh, they're going to be bad for this reason. They're not going to be bad. Like, they're still going to win. But something has got to give. I don't know. Just the way it's not like the way the Patriot like Tom Brady just stands back there and delivers all the time and did for so long. They just play too fast and I don't know. I don't know if that's a good excuse. I I just think something is bound to happen that's going to derail it. You know, I don't think that like they're figured out now because they got crushed in the Super Bowl or anything like that. I think they'll probably still they'll make a they'll make the wild card. Ah shit, I just spilled my beer. I'll be right back. Maybe I should fucking rename this podcast to Amateur Hour. Jesus Christ. Anyway, so yeah, I just don't think the Chiefs can do it again. Like I said, I think they'll make the wild card. I think Denver will make strides, but I I don't know how anybody thought Teddy Bridgewater wasn't good. Carolina fucked up so bad. They trade for Sam Darnold, which, come on. I mean, maybe he still has something in there. I just don't see it. I don't know. Not like I was watching fucking Jets games. But Teddy's better. Teddy's always been good. And then they draft a corner. Anyway, we got Justin Fields, so I'm grateful. But Denver drafts a corner, and then they pick up Kyle Fuller from the Bears, so, like, who's already familiar with Fangio. I think that defense is going to be nuts. They've had health problems, of course, but it's going to be hard to pass against them. That's for sure. <laughs> and uh, But I don't know. Does that generate wins? Like, Who do they even have on offense? Teddy Bridgewater is the only guy I can think of. Is Lindsey still the running back? I don't even know. So it's like, I don't trust that. And like the Raiders just can't do it. John Gruden sucks. You know? He's an old head, I think. He just like doesn't get it. I always hated his QB camp things on TV. I never understood what he was a part of it. I hated him on Monday Night Football. I always thought he didn't, like, not that he didn't know what he was talking about, but I thought that he would make a lot of really stupid points that were, like, circumstantial or whatever. And, I mean, they signed him to a fucking 10-year contract. What a disaster. They're going to, if they fire this guy, they're going to pay him $80 million. <laughs> it's just, like, not that much. But still, I don't know. I, I do like the Raiders, though. I wish that they would win, but I think the Chargers got it. Like I said before, I just think with Herbert, they're only going to get better. They added to the offensive line in the draft. Their receivers are good. I mean, it's just like Derwin James is coming back. If If the defense can stay healthy, and again, they can manage special teams and time better with the new coach. I think they could win 12 games, 13 games, win the division. On to the National Football Conference. Uh, NFC East, another disaster of a division. Dallas is a mess. They're going to be terrible. Whether Dak plays or not, I just don't see it. It's weird how every year they get like projected that they're going to get better. And it's like, well, they didn't add anybody. So what's going to improve? <laughs> You know, that defense is going to be weak. The running game might be fine, maybe, if Dak even plays. So it's like, who knows what's going on there? I don't know. Dak could probably get him to eight wins, nine wins, but it's like, whatever. Good for you. Washington, I just think 
the fact that they made the playoffs last year and then like played well in the playoffs, like that defense is legit. They were good. They almost stopped the Bucks. The offense had no chance. That'll probably be the case against any good team. But they can get by the same way they got by last year. I don't the Eagles are a fucking disaster. And the Giants are terrible. You know, maybe their defense will be fine, but like Daniel Jones is fucking horrific. They have no chance at being good with him there. And who knows if Jalen Hurts is good or not, even. You know, they might have to play Gardner Minshew, who I think is underrated. I don't know why that was a thing that they would trade for basically nothing. I just don't see anyone else that even has a competent anything. You know, whereas at least... Like, if the Giants have a good D and Washington has a good D, at least Washington is going to have Fitzpatrick, which is, like, not saying a lot, but, you know, (laughs) the guy's smarter than Daniel Jones. Let's just put it like that. He went to Harvard. (laughs) My NFC North. Look, I picked the Bears to win. The Packers are going to win it. And the Vikings are going to suck. The Lions are going to suck. And the Bears will probably suck. But, again... That would only be because of the offensive line. I do really think that there's a lot of talent on the team. I don't know what people are talking about when they evaluate them and think that they're going to be horrible. That just doesn't make sense to me. You know? Everybody acts like they're this, like, I was going to say lottery pick team, but it's not the NBA. But you, you know what I mean? Everybody acts like they're this, like, top 10 perennial picking team, and they just aren't. That's the problem. They're perennially, perennially, a middle-of-the-pack team, and that's why nothing ever happens. That's why it's hard to fucking move on, especially with the shitty Ryan Pace making shitty decisions. Anyway, I would love it if they did. Now, fun fact, Bears the only team in the division to win any games in the preseason, so (laughs) watch out, guys. But I think Minnesota's going to suck again. They have no hope. You're not just going to bounce back after that. I think they need to move on from Cousins and just, like, reset. They're pretty much done. I I mean, I could be wrong, obviously, but I don't see it. And Detroit, I love Dan Campbell. He's awesome. But, I mean, Jared Goff, without somebody in his ear telling him how to play, I guess we'll see how it is. It'll probably be a lot like his rookie year when he was very bad. Uh, but it would be cool, I guess, to see them succeed and be like a sleeper okay team and be on the right path, maybe. But ultimately, I can't root for any team in my my division. So I hope everybody fails. Uh, the Packers, of course, will win, though. It's tragic. NFC South. Honestly, I think another disaster of a division. <laughs> Honestly, the NFC has three terrible divisions. And then, like, the Packers are in one of those three terrible divisions. <laughs> you know? And the Bucks are in one of them as well. But then, like, the West is the hardest division in the NFL. It's just weird. There's a lot less balance in the NFC. Just looking at it on paper, it's pretty crazy. Anyway, NFC South, Tampa Bay, no-brainer. I mean, unless Tom Brady all of a sudden gets hurt, only happened once before, so I don't think it'll happen now to end his career. They're going to be great. Anybody who thinks they're going to have a harder time this year, they won't. Their offense is going to look like it looked in the playoffs for the whole season. And you can say, oh, Brady threw picks. Brady did. I mean, they won the games. They looked like they were trying to lose the Packers game, but they knew they stopped them. 
And I mean, that's field goal choice. <laughs> that would haunt me forever. That's like worse than the double doink because at least the double doink, we had no choice. Like we had to try to kick it. It's not like we kicked it when we could have kept going down the field or whatever. And it's just like, that's just what happened. But the fact that Packers fans will never know, like if they could have at least tied the game up, which they totally probably would have, just tragic. Just tragic. But I love it. I mean, it was the, I was so, I was jumping up and down like, he's a fucking moron. Yes, yes, yes. This is great. Uh, what a moment for me. Carolina, they're going to suck again. I think they're going to be even worse with Darnold. Like I said, Atlanta, they're terrible. Bill Simmons keeps talking about how they're like a sleeper playoff team. It's like, yeah, are you out of your mind? Like, they're terrible. Isn't Dan Quinn still the coach? No, they have Arthur Smith now. That's right. Well, maybe they can win seven games or something. <laughs> you know? I don't know. Not not a big Atlanta guy. I mean, ever since that Super Bowl, that franchise just fell apart. They need to move on from Matt Ryan. They need to reset, too. It's just like, you're not going to write this ship. You know, you have who you had Julio Jones and Matt Ryan, and you guys got like missed the playoffs the next couple of years. You know, you're just not on a path that is good at all. And New Orleans, like, if Sean Payton can somehow coach ten interceptions out of Jameis Winston and five less lost fumbles, then yeah, they they could they could challenge Tampa. But the ever as much as I want Jameis to be good. Because I just think, like, the talent is there. And, like, when you see his highlights, they're incredible. But then his lowlights are, like, even worse. It's just, like, I don't know. How easy is it to say, like, oh, Peyton's coached him out of a lot of this. And then, like, old habits die hard. And he just gets out there and just, like, you know, throws it straight into coverage or whatever. Just doesn't seem like an ideal situation. And Taysom Hill's a fucking joke. I've, I've been on that train since people were still praising him the first time he showed up. Uh, so, yeah, I think Tampa runs away with that. New Orleans maybe flirts with a wild card spot, just again, because the whole conference is so bad. But literally, the entire NFC West might be the playoffs. If that adds up. How many wild card teams are there now? Are there three? I think there's three. I don't know. That probably couldn't happen to me. I don't know. Regardless. I picked the Rams to win the West just because of their defense, really. And Stafford, everybody is claiming that Stafford is such an improvement that I just believe it. And, I mean, the fact that there was plenty of video evidence of Sean McVay reading the defense for Jared Goff, I don't know, just kind of seems like that's a that's like three wins right there, <laughs> you know, having a quarterback who's able to do his own job. So, I, I don't know. I mean, Seattle could win. Everybody thinks San Francisco is going to bounce back. It's like, or maybe they're done, too. Like, why are they just, like, a lock? Because everybody wants to jerk off Kyle Shanahan. He can't win. <laughs> Jimmy G wins all his games, and everybody says Jimmy G is bad, which just doesn't make any sense. That team is always injured, too, and it's like, maybe this year they'll get lucky, or, like, maybe they'll manage their players better, or maybe they'll have players... Who are more durable, but they won't. I just don't see it. I think they had a nice run, but it's weird that, I don't know. It's weird that the narrative is like, yeah, they're due like for a good season. It's like, they were terrible. What do you mean? <laughs> they had the third fucking pick in the draft and he's not even going to play. 
So how do they improve? How is this going to be better? Oh, they're just going to win 13, 14 games again because? Please tell me. You know, I just I just don't see it. I don't understand it. And everybody says Arizona is not good and Cliff Kingsbury is bad. Again, I, I have a, I'm not watching all of these full games. But it's DeAndre Hopkins and Kyler Murray. That's a combination that I like. It's Jimmy G to who? I guess George Kittle. That's pretty solid. But that's your number one option. You know, and they always have a great running game. Good for them. That's great. But I don't know. I think Arizona's still on the upswing, and we'll find out if Kingsbury can coach or not. I I want him to be able to coach because I'm a Texas Tech fan, and he looks like Ryan Gosling, so that's cool. And that's about it. Uh, Seattle, they're just always they're always in it. Russell Wilson is a f- great comp for Brady and Rodgers. Like he's the next gen. Well, I guess he's a little older now at this point, but he was like a good bridge in the gap to like whatever this next gen is gonna be. Because Russell Wilson's gonna be making the playoffs every year until he's forty, just like everybody else. It's pretty crazy. Um. Which is also funny, just going back to the Donda thing real quick, like, you would think that a rapper that's 44, like, wouldn't be able to still be making, like, modern music, and it would just be, like, held back by time or whatever, just lack of ability, lack of creativity, what have you, and it's still it sounds, like, youthful and relevant today, which is pretty incredible, and it's also just kind of like rappers n- are, are having that extended life now, just like football players are. And basketball players. Everybody is just having an extended career for the first time. Because, I mean, rappers in the 80s didn't even make it into the 90s. Rappers in the 90s didn't even make it to the mid-90s, half of them. And then once the 2000s hit, it all switched again. And then Kanye switched it. Maybe not individually, but, you know. And it all changed in the mid-2000s. And very few rappers have ever had, like, real longevity. You know, like, obviously Jay-Z and a bunch of others. You know, there's a bunch you can name. I'm just saying, if you look at, like, who was crushing it and then look at them five, seven years later, that was all it took. And now dudes are going, you know, Jay-Z's going to drop an album at, like, 60. It's going to be good. It's pretty wild. Also, it's just like, he's better. I get it. So that's also a factor. But players are better now, so it is comparable. So fuck you. (laughs) Woo! I'm live. I'm lit. I'm ready. Uh, so, yeah, I, I'm just picking the Rams. The Seahawks could easily win. You know, th- it's unpredictable, obviously. So, it, it's weird. I feel like I need to clarify that, like, ah, I, I don't know. What do I know? You know that I don't know. But that's what I'm thinking. And I'm I'm grateful. I'm so glad it's here. Uh, two weeks away. Sadly, I got the fantasy team, too. I'll just run that off. Herbert. Quarterback, Devontae Adams, Debo Samuel, Mike Williams of the Chargers. Wide receivers. James Robinson, Damian Harris running backs, Travis Kelsey tight end. Pretty sick. Uh, Kareem Hunt, my extra. Zach Moss, my backup. Jarvis Landry, backup. Derek Carr, backup. Johnny Smith, backup. Jalen Waddle, backup. And Emmanuel Sanders, backup. I got the Rams kicker, the Denver defense. Pretty excited about... Half of the fantasy team. 
I can, you know, you can never get what you want. Fantasy football is heartbreaking. Regular football is heartbreaking. All of sports is just sadness. <laughs> um, I'm just excited for the NFL season. So that's the preview. I also didn't really have anything else to talk about. I got uh, some Halloween stuff coming up, of which I mean the John Carpenter franchise, not just like literally the holiday Halloween. That could be next week. Could be later. Depends on when I get some DVDs shipped over. Uh, Last thing, I watched the fucking Jake Paul fight with Tyron Woodley. The guy's not going to make it in boxing because he fought a retired UFC fighter who is used to MMA in a boxing match and barely made it through and won by a split decision. And he's coming out like, oh, I'm the future of boxing. It's like, dude, he felt you out for four rounds and wasted a bunch of time in an eight-round fight, which is a bad choice. And, like, you capitalized and landed, like, three punches total, and that was enough to win you the whole fight by default. But once he hit you, you, like, couldn't handle it. You were backing up. He stood in the middle of the ring the whole fight. And, yeah, like, good for you, man, you know. Congrats on succeeding and getting showtime to book a pay-per-view. But it's like, dude, if I would have paid $60 for that, fuck that. Fuck that. The undercard boxing was better because it was boxers. But, like, this guy's not good. And, like, that's the thing. Him not getting the knockout like he wants is what proves it. He never actually had to box anybody. He would just walk in and knock him out. Because they had zero boxing ability. I think if he would have fought Conor McGregor, like if McGregor would have took that fight instead of Poirier, I think he would have beat him even with a broken leg. The guy's a clown. And here's the thing. I don't know why he's famous. I don't know why Logan Paul is famous. You can tell me because they're on YouTube, and I understand that, but I've never seen any of their videos. I know that now they just podcast or whatever. And they started on like Vine. I mean good for them to turn it into like a whole thing. But fuck that. 60 bucks? At least this one was like a legit promotion. And not just like a shitty rap show. With three fights interspersed in between multiple musical sets. Which is fucking horrific. And nobody would ever want. Uh, So whatever, let him box again, let him not box again. I don't care. He's not going to undo the UFC like he claims. He's not going to be the face of boxing like he claims. If he fought a real boxer his age, who was like high ranking, you know, give him a title shot then. He's so fucking good. He would get destroyed and embarrassed. So... That was just terrible. I'm glad I didn't fucking pay for it. I Not that I ever would really buy a pay-per-view of anything. But, uh, yeah, it was just like, it was a waste of time. The crowd was booing for, like, the first four rounds because nothing happened. It's like, oh, he's this bad motherfucker, but he tried to win. <laughs> he won on the card. Good for him. Fuck this. Um, Yeah. I, I don't have anything else to say. It was just like, that That shit sucked. So, good for you. And like, yeah. The other guy fought 
Floyd Mayweather, like just because he's famous. So silly. Just so silly. And also, like, nobody cares about fucking boxing. That's why you're doing celebrity boxing events, because nobody gives a shit. And here's the thing. Real boxing is still so much better to watch, and I still don't like it very much. So, you know, that's just me. But <laughs> uh, you're not into it. Not into it at all. And also, like, the fact that you could be, like, a fan. I I don't understand being a fan of a YouTuber, I guess. But it's like, what, if Anthony Fantano was boxing, would I be, like, rooting for him? You know what I mean? It's like, I don't care. I don't know. I don't have any passion for anybody who has a YouTube channel. I subscribe to some. Some of them are good. The rest are mostly comedians putting out podcasts. So that's a whole different thing. And, yeah. It's just weird that you would have this, like, glowing love for just some guy who just, like, films himself being stupid or whatever they do. I don't know what they do because I'm old. Probably older than them. I think I am. So that's terrible because I have no money. So give me some money. Listen, (laughs) rate, review, subscribe. Uh, rfat.bigcartel.com. Wolfax, Multiplex, look them up. Linked in the description if you don't want to. And remember, I are fat, you are fat, we are fat. Calculate.